Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, July 14th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Mock Weekly with Morgan Denner from TechFleet Dow. Let's take a listen. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks Good morning. Us. Yeah, Thank you. Morning. Thank you for having me on. No, it's, it's good. It's good for you to join us. Thanks for agreeing to come up. That's excellent. Yeah. Yes, good to I've been wanting to get you up for a little while now and uh, have a little chat with you and see what you guys have been up to. Yeah, yeah, it's long overdue. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, so we'll just give it a few more minutes and we'll uh, we'll just talk amongst amongst ourselves until like um, other people uh, join. So, how's, how's your day been? How's your week been so far? Yeah, the day and week has been pretty productive, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. It's been Congratulations on the IDO. Yeah, I know, just about to say thank you. Uh, it's been pretty crazy for us this past, um, well, this past sort of like few weeks, to be honest, leading, leading up to the IDO. So it's like really gratifying to see, you know, the sellout and it sell out pretty quickly, uh, which were, you know, is resounding success for a success story for our, our ecosystem, which is it's wonderful to see. So, and we can only thank our community for that. So, thank you, everyone. You know, it's like it's all, yeah. their, all their support has made this possible, and we're going to build something like really magical for all all you guys. Um, and hopefully, you're gonna you're gonna like what we're gonna build for you. All. I'm bullish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me too, bro. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Echo's the man. He is the man. I've got a lot of respect yes. for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay, so um we'll, we haven't really got many many people joined to be honest, but um it's recorded anyway, so we're supposed we can we can start anyway, and if people miss out, they can catch up. Um, so, like, uh, I'll introduce myself. Uh, my name's Adam. I'm the community manager at Mock. Obviously, y'all y'all know me. Uh, today we've got uh, Morgan Denner, the CEO of TechFleet, and he's going to be talking to us about um, you know future projects, uh, development stuff, stuff that's being worked on in the ecosystem, and potentially things that may work with Mock. Who knows? We'll we'll see what. Um, what, where the conversation goes with Echo when he when he comes along, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself then, Morgan, and uh, tell us a little bit? About yeah, yourself? I'd be happy to. Uh, I'm I live in the states. Uh, I come from the like honestly the Web two world. I, I was in sales and IT and product development. Uh, I've been like orchestrating products in the world for close to ten years. I work in uh, UX and design and research and code i could basically do the whole thing i can uh, for web development at least yeah. so i i started technically two years ago to give people opportunities to not work for free while they're building experience in the states at least 
the getting into the field of tech requires right now years of experience before you even get into an entry level job. So there's nothing like that out there today that lets you get paid and work. Yeah. Um, except you know until TechFleet came along. So we're building our own products and taking on client projects. Um, you know, it could be like a regular website or it could be a DAP. It could be a blockchain game. Uh, we're going to be working on a lot of specific Kadena products too. And all of it is built around this like mentorship apprenticeship model that we have been building out for two years. That's, it's amazing. Yeah, I've really got to say like what you guys are doing at the moment. It's, it's wonderful that you, you're even thinking about, you know, getting more people and getting people spun up you know people might have sort of like relevant experience that they don't know is transferable to you know what, what you guys are doing and a lot of things like I, i've found since i've like come into crypto like i've, I've been like heavy in data analysis and uh, i've done I've done a bit of business analyst um, type stuff as well and i've noticed that you know the things i'm doing here with the community uh, the stuff that i used to do with the corporations and stuff it's all like quite transferable and you know the things that you've learned and stuff tend to apply in in this type of world that we're in a moment and i don't think people realize so it, it's, it's amazing you need to really keep, keep up the good work bro and uh, i'm sure that anything that you guys need that we can help help you to support you in doing that i'm sure that me and echo will be more than happy to help you guys best we can oh absolutely yeah yeah coming from a business analyst position that's exactly part of what we do in TechFleet. we have that product management side of things where like people are doing basically what business analysts do yeah yeah that's amazing that's amazing i don't think like a lot of the community quite realize like the power of what you guys are working on at the moment and i think yeah as as the products start coming out i think that suddenly you, uh, there's going to be a lot of neutrality and you're going to be hot stuff you guys yeah we're in stealth mode right now we don't even have a yeah. like a full launch website i'm trying to get that thing up next week <laughs> yeah it'll really help you it'll really help you it'll get your engagement up a little bit and um but we'll, we'll we'll get you on for more spaces and stuff like that and we'll do some nice. sort of giveaways or something with you as well and you know see if you can help you out um, we appreciate that yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. So I just like leave good. Um, like, so t tell us like a little bit of it about the things that you're working on at the moment. Is there anything in particular? I noticed like you yeah, put out a tweet the other day about the cadet wallet, and uh, yeah. I, I, was, I was speaking to one of the uh, devs the other day on a. I did a sort of like video interview with him um, about that as well, which is quite interesting. So, would, would you like to tell the community here about that and your team and what they're up to? Yeah, definitely. We are almost done the first phase. Typically, our projects are eight weeks at a time, and they'll they'll never stop for cadet. They'll always just keep going. We'll build new teams and go for eight weeks, and then build, keep building, basically. So what they're doing is the first phase ever of this product. They're conceiving it for the first time. So they're trying to understand what are the problems that Ethereum users have transferring into Kadena, what are the things that experienced Kadena people had to learn that's different than every other blockchain? Uh, how can we make it self-evident for them so that the people that have to learn it, right now there's a huge learning curve yeah, in exactly. a lot of different aspects. And we're trying to take away the guesswork and the thinking away from sending tokens and everything related to a wallet. So they're doing the research now. Uh, they've been doing it kind of continuously. And as we design the web extension, we're kind of like going back out into the world and validating with users uh, as we go. So some of you 
may have seen that, like been reached out to um, for that stuff. That's kind of the model that we take on in TechFleet. Uh, it's agile methods to build products. Um, so that is the first ever incubated product of TechFleet that's gonna be a DAP. The governance of it is probably gonna be run by the fleet token, uh, which is really exciting for us because every single product that we incubate most likely will be governed by the fleet token. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah, got to tell us a bit probably... more about, about, about the DAO as well, um, like how that's going to function and how people are going to be able to interact with that. Is, that, is it going to be pretty streamlined, quite easy for people to, to vote? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm talking through it with the advisors right now. I, the model is going to be a token plus NFT model. Uh, mm -hmm. In order to become a member of the DAO, you can either get one of those two things or you can be on a project as an apprentice or as a lead and then earn that stuff. Uh, so that would be your payment. During a project, we would collateralize an NFT, give you a chunk of it every week. And then at the end of the project, you have that NFT. It's your badge of honor. It's your... You know, access to the DAO, it's got, you know, collateral in it so that you can, we could potentially introduce loans. Uh, you could burn it so that you can take the token tokens out. You could choose, in theory, what type of collateral you receive. So if you want to collateralize it with Cadena or Bitcoin, you can. We'd probably give a bonus to the fleet token if you want to collateralize it with fleet. Probably give you a bonus. Um, DAO membership would be kind of handled through that those yeah. two means or contributing to the DAO in any other way you know if somebody wants to give a talk or post videos or put tutorials up you know we're gonna we're gonna pay contributors obviously the DAO would vote on that that's amazing yeah we'll be using DAO in it for uh Kadena's DAO model and then operating based off of what Cadex has built for their governance model gonna be based on the contribution of the DAO your voting weight will be based on kind of like a combination of you know, obviously your number of NFTs that you have equates to potentially the number of projects you've been on. Yeah. And there may be different levels of contribution weight if you've done a project versus you bought an NFT. We're trying to um, flesh out those details now. Yeah, no, that's no, going to be my next question. Are you going to like give like enhanced voting rights to, towards like your workers or your apprentices, yep. the people that are contributing? Yeah, because that that makes more sense, doesn't it? Yep. And then uh, the other angle of that is every piece of like voting weight you have also gives you a chunk of the profit and revenue that we generate from the DAO. So yep. let's say that Cadet Wallet has a Dex aggregator and like takes in a million dollars in in revenue every month a chunk of that is going to go to the down members in perpetuity yeah, so the so more you hold the more contributions you have the more DAO voting weight you have you know the more passive income you're going to get from the DAO itself which is kind of the model of like talent DAOs uh, or vc DAOs. so if we build yeah. a startup the community owns it and the community profits from it mm -hmm. yeah that's good so they're, they're like your stakeholders your shareholders really aren't they um, yep and, and we're not just it's based on your performance. That's pretty that's much right. what's going to happen here. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And we're not just funding, like most of the DAOs out there that are VC DAOs are only raising, like they're offering an IDO. We are actually providing talent. We're building it. We're launching it. We're maintaining whatever we build too. 
Uh, so we're like basically the extended team for whoever wants to come in and start a start a startup with us. Well, so we've got like four, probably yes, four or five. Time. Sorry, Adam, what did you say? Yeah, I was just going to ask about your team size, but um, I, I, I interrupted you there. What would you like to finish? Oh, uh, I was just going to say we have like four or five incubated products coming specifically for Kadena. Um, we have a, a health startup that's coming. Uh, that's going to be like bringing medical records to the blockchain on Kanina. Uh, we have a NFT record label potentially coming. Uh, we're going to be incubating the Kadena Block Explorer V2. And I would love to introduce other types of like really necessary things in Kadena, like the domain name service for just like a unstoppable domains for .kadena, .flux, .babena domains. This is uh, really I want cool. the DAO to be able to incubate that type of stuff too, so that we can really catalyze <laughs> adoption on Kadena. Yeah, you guys are going to really help facilitate everything for for a lot of projects. This is it's like really really exciting what you're telling us right now. Yeah, um, man. and yeah, and we're so. we're doing it. Like we're actually we're actually building it. It's, yeah. it's progressing really well. The, the plans good? are actually coming to fruition. It's good that you mentioned about like. Um, nfts and uh, you know medical records and things like that i was on a space uh, it was like a solana space a couple of nights ago and uh, all, all the influencers were, like talking about that sort of stuff and i was just listening in and uh, they they were speaking about that and how you know they need sort of projects that's going to handle that type of, type of thing to you know decentralize people's personalized information to, so to make it so you're the owner of that information and you choose who has access to it um yep you know, and it's a totally valid point, and it's uh, it's funny that you, you you guys are working on that uh, after you know having uh, that conversation. So uh, that's really that's really really cool. Uh, like another thing I had uh, seen as well, like um, like another project that we're looking at um, tying property rights to an NFT as well, and having the full deed of rights for that property and all the legal framework and all the agreements within that nft so like you sit you buy that nft the transaction goes through you're the owner and all the deeds and everything and that's it's your property yeah as well so there's, there's companies like that is there, is there anyone working on that in cardena at the moment um like tying nfts to property rights oh, i'm curious about have you heard anything i haven't but that's a, a really great idea to put on Kadena. honestly every, all, all these ideas that exist on ethereum and uh, the other blockchains they could be made so much better by putting it on Kadena or curo you know the yeah. private blockchain that's why i picked Kadena. i've obviously been here since 2020 but that was the reason i picked Kadena to incubate all these projects because there's so much future scalability built yeah, into Kadena, built into hatch yeah, there's so much potential because there's there's such a void at the moment of tech and you know a lack of yep. developers working on it. And you guys are going to be like a driving force, in my opinion, and help yep. helping everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. I'd any projects listening or anything to you know maybe reach out to you guys and see if there's anything that you you, you can help them with. Um, yeah, that's, yes. yeah, totally. <laughs> we're we're an agency, but we're not going to gout. We have a sliding scale and, and I'm all about building partnerships. So even if it's like building a startup on Kadena with, you know, an agreement to like pay contributors later or give a portion of the DAO, uh, the token of the product that we build, just like yeah. a, a startup incubator in the Web2 world would take like equity 
in the shares of whatever you're building, we would operate on that model too. And I want this to be a place where we are a product sounding board. Anybody can come in, we can post a hypothesis or an idea, we can talk about it as a community. We have a specific place where everybody can go and bring ideas to the table. And then not only do we formalize it, the structure of like the vision, but then we go fund it. You know, we take those, we, the DAO, take those best ideas and then say, okay, let's vote to fund this project to incubate it. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll like, um, you know, so obviously if you contribute funds towards projects, well, there'll be some sort of mechanism in place to reward the, you know, the holders of the token and the DAO. Um, is is yep. that how that will work? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have some type of like agreement and decide project by project. I think how much the DAO gets, how much the people in the project get. Uh, it would be a case by case basis. I want to make sure that it's a consensus and that everybody's happy. I don't want to like dictate to clients what we do. Anybody that comes to us to build with us, so it, it yeah. should be an agreement. Everything yeah. that we do should be peer to peer, peer reviewed. And as far as like your uh, your team at the moment, uh, like how many cadets have you got? Like that currently like working on bits and pieces for you, uh, and like yeah. how how many people are responsible for you know uh, these apprenticeships and and educating these guys? Um, Could you tell us a bit more about that? We've got, you know, I'd say it's uh, me as the governor, and then this entire community. We've probably got uh, we've got about eighteen hundred people in Slack. And on the cadet team, it's interesting having these projects because it's not like a production product team where you have like three people doing everything. We have a team of about 10 because the redundancy is that you have multiple apprentices per lead. Um, and because it's all a learning opportunity for them, we, we start over with a new team every, every eight weeks. Sometimes they go on from the previous phase and then an apprentice will go on to lead you know, build up the management experience and the leadership experience. More or less though, every time we go out and do a phase, we have a new team. So the the project teams are pretty transient. Yeah, so, so like yeah, a lot of like year apprentices like learn a lot of uh, skills from the different things that they're working on. Is that is that the yep. way that you've like structured it? Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. and then uh, eventually once we have like funds operational to like, hire people i'm gonna have people that are like community product owners of that thing uh to be able to like permanently guide the direction of that because you kind of need that person that's like managing the product the owner of the backlog the the person who's guiding the vision for everything right now that's me in the future it should be the dao but there should also be a hired like person who multiple people in the dao who are kind of floating across these projects and making sure that we're consistent and we're doing it in such a way that we can like not put ourselves in a bad situation in the future, things like that. Yeah, so right now that's all me. Yeah. As we grow, we'll get more, more governors in here. So as um, like, as far as like your, your community is going, is there like plans to like a bit, like grow your community a little bit more now is, and uh, when can we expect to hear more about your DAO and to potentially get your token idea on these NFTs? Is there any uh, schedule in place for that? 
Yeah, man. Uh, so we have like bootstrapped and grown the community in terms of like the active people that we have in the community so much so far. Q3 is when you're going to start to see the web presence. We're going to start uh, launching the website, just a one pager. Um, the IDOs are going to happen in Q3. The token launch and the platform launch will be in Q4. Um, as of right now, and once we raise, we can have uh, a little bit of funds to kind of like figure out what that first iteration looks like and who we can help. In the meantime, I'm trying to build packed talent in TechFleet. Uh, try to get as many opportunities for us to be able to build packed, build solidity, build any other type of like blockchain. Obviously, today is first, it needed the highest priority. Um, but I'd like to be able to find opportunities to, and we are in Q3, build the development talent so that we could potentially hire from within when yeah, we so, start. You know, like they get just people, you know, there's loads of Rust developers and stuff like that, and they they are intimidated by like Pact at the moment, but it's like not that much of a learning curve for them, and they'll see a lot of similarities, I've heard. Could you tell us a bit about your experience working with Pact? Yeah, I uh, I have very, very, very little experience with Pact. I come from the web development world, and I can read Pact. Uh, it's very, very yeah. readable. And I, I know that it. Uh, I've been getting into conversations with Squeegee from Galena's uh, about Squeegee. Pact. And yeah, Squeegee's amazing. He's, Squeegee's amazing. He's freaking great. Uh, so he was telling me how Pact doesn't have loops. And, you know, I've been learning a lot from him about the ways that actually packed functions and why you need to have servers built up nodes to kind of like combat these lack of things that you would normally have in code. Like an object-oriented programming language has not even, a, you know, any, any other type of language will typically have a loop and loops are one of the most powerful things that you can do in coding. They also add to a security flaw uh, so removing the loop in Pact forces people to code in different ways. And I'm learning about that for the first time from him. Uh, I've been having just conversations back and forth as he's worked on uh, Stake Factory and Galena's. Yeah, and also gave us some sweet advice yeah. every now and then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's been, he's been really dropping the advice hard on Cadet. Yeah. Uh, Why in terms did you of pick that out of everything? Well, the community voted on it. Uh, the team liked Cadet out of all the options that they had come up with, and then we put it to a vote in Twitter. I, I want to be able to have room to change it in the future. Um, I know that there were some people that wanted Cold Wallet. I really like that name. I think personally, I like Cadet the most. But, and I mean, in essence, this thing is decentralized in nature. It should be up to a vote in the future. Any way we want to change it should be up to the DAO. Yeah. So we're, think of it as like iteration one is called cadet, but subject to change as these people do future phases of tech plate. We're going to see how this product evolves. We're probably going to do other, other types of things to adjust in the future and build yeah, on top of it. 
you'll see that because of like what you build in the nature of the Dow and stuff and the community okay. feedback things will tend to evolve over time whatever. yeah speaking about that um would we like to mention a few things that we're going to be doing together morgan yes yes okay Absolutely. awesome go ahead so this is being dropped for the first time ever Tech Fleet and Miners of Cadania are going to partner together to build a packed internship. Tech Fleet's going to run the internship. The interns for this round are going to be part of the mock team for eight weeks, building directly with the, uh, Mike and the development team mm. under the direction of Tech Fleet, managed you know, within our sprints. And then at the end, um, we'd like an opportunity to help them get jobs either on the mock team or otherwise. And this is the first of many. It's well, the first time we're ever doing it. Wow. I can say I can say that if they are smart enough uh, to learn uh, from Mike, because Mike, Mike is like Rain Man, to be honest. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, th this is how Mike talks, right? He comes to me and he tells me, listen, Dor, you know, we spoke about yeah, I think we need to change it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know what we said about that? We need we need seven. We need seven of them. Seven of what, Mike? Seven of what? We need seven of them, Dora. You know we need seven. Of what? I don't know. So I have no idea how the wheels in his mind turn, but they turn extremely quickly, right? Yeah. So if they manage to learn from him during those eight weeks and if they manage to survive me, okay. <laughs> yeah, we will be more than happy. We will be more than happy of uh, providing them a job. And additionally, uh, we're also going to be aiming to do some community documentation as well, right? Getting That's some right. more tutorials over here to Cadena, and I uh, don't think we mentioned perhaps the most important thing that once this internship is successful, and we do believe it will be successful, we're gonna try to expedite this model and turn this into a, almost like a constant fake, right? Especially if you know the previous devs that were interns act as like uh, sponsors to try and be like teaching assistants, right? And basically, uh, how can we say this? Um, bootstrap the ecosystem or at least bootstrap some development power to the ecosystem right because our main goal over here right i mean you know if we manage to get 10 20 30 pack developers trained that would be amazing but we don't need 10 20 30 pack developers right so the main goal over here is to try and provide as many pack developers as we can to the cadena ecosystem and because of our connections, and thank God we do have a few connections, we're going to be able to get them jobs, not only at Mock, but also at new projects currently building, old projects that could use an extra hand, and so on and so on and so on, right? So, yeah, that's going to be awesome, and we're going to uh, love being a part of that. Yeah, I'm and not, they'll I'm get us. Yeah, go ahead. They'll get it. They're going to stipend. So, uh, like, part of the tech fleet model is also people work for free today. You know, a lot of times in, in the States, at least, 
people have to get free experience before they get paid. And I want to be hold able to on, offer hold on, like, hold give on, them. Hold on. That is fucking disgusting. I it's said that before. I will say it again. That is disgusting. That is slavery. Yes. It is. Why the hell it would is. someone agree to that? Totally. Because we have to. Because in the States, the job postings are in order for you to get this entry level job in development, you must have two years of experience. One year of experience. In UX, you must have three years of experience to get an entry-level job as a junior. So the people coming out of boot camps are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Now they have to work for free. I had to work for free in 2014 during school. That was just kind of the status quo. TechLeaks going to change that. TechLeaks disrupting that for the first time ever. That's crazy. We're actually going to be no, building no, 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 better no. TechFleet tech fleet is not disrupting it. For the first time ever, Tech Fleet is disrupting it for the first time ever to Americans, right? To Americans, because the rest of the world doesn't yeah, need to change. Yeah, guys, definitely yeah. need to change something over there because that is disgusting. That is honestly slavery. I've never it worked is. for free a day in my life, and I would never allow myself to take advantage of another person by forcing nope. him to work for free. Yeah, well, I think it's caused by like these, these like really high expectations for who people hire in the states they're very very exclusive especially now in the past two years i don't think it was a thing necessarily as oh, bad oh, come before on. covid oh, come on it was we definitely got, a thing we got, but it was got much worse now uh, man that's 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 not true i mean in israel we got some of the best developers in the world i mean israel is considered to be like what a startup nation you oh, got yeah. kids, you got yeah. kids finish, finishing college they get fifteen thousand dollars a month twenty thousand dollars a month uh, first job you know after graduation right it's it's not about it's not about um you know, being good or not being good. It's about having the legitimacy of taking advantage of other people. And I think that's why me and you clicked, right? Mm. Both of, I mean, I still remember, like you said, oh, I, I just want to get these guys the experience they need uh, to get a job. And I'm like, well, let's, let's get them a job, right? But if, if they're working, <laughs> why, why the fuck are they not supposed to get paid, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, Crazy. Let's go talk you know, to uh, Joe Biden about it. That's madness because in like the UK, we have like uh, vocational qualifications and things like that. You know, so you're, like you'll go to college, uh, you'll get paid like sort of a living allowance while you're at college, and then when you leave college, you get put into an apprenticeship scheme where you get a work placement, and you'll get the the, the vocational skills that you need, the hands-on experience as well, um, and you, you get a reduced salary during that time, but at least you get something. You know, um, that's it's crazy. Is um, America? You really need to. <laughs> shout at you know politicians yeah and That's i don't smart. even know if that'll do anything because i think the businesses in america are the you know i'm not going to get political but it's not necessarily the politicians or the government that's deciding this stuff it's lobbyists yeah right and the lobbyists are the people that are running businesses dictating this stuff and you know the way i see it We've just created the opportunity where it didn't exist before in the states. No, uh, we're getting a ton of backing power in the states from people who 
not only the, the individuals who are experiencing this because they're trying to transition into the field, but the people that are owners of agencies and business owners are coming to me and talking about the model of tech fleet being honestly the way of the future. Yeah. Yeah, totally. If, if light is the future, you could like standardize your process and make it sort of like an education standard. You could create a curriculum at that point and That's you could the plan. start awarding, you know, nationally recognized uh, certificates and then you filled that void in, in the States. Yep, that's the plan. That's exactly what we're doing. We're going to build a certification program that's the Tech Fleet Agile UX Agile certification that probably is an NFT, but it'll represent, you know, we're going to have a certification program. We're going to have educational components and probably be a, I don't want to be a boot camp that spits theory. I don't want to be a school that spits theory. I want to be able to have a school that lets you learn by doing. So if we do oh, that, that's awesome. We're definitely going to have. It's going to be closer to the apprenticeship than anything in terms of the boot camps. Uh, that the, is like the other so thing that we're, true. yeah, the other People thing that's going to be like a new fire. Absolutely. Oh my God. You, yeah, you throw them right into the fire. You can quickly see if they're going to succeed or fail. Yeah. So the other, the other interesting thing about uh, our model and how it's growing is that we're going to have. Just like we're having this packed internship to build packed talent, we're going to offer that for companies who want to reskill their workers. So if they have uh, people that want to transition into agile or they want to learn blockchain development, they could hire TechFleet to run an apprenticeship, to run an internship, and give the, the hiring privileges to the people that are in that project, just like we're doing with Mock uh, for other fields besides packed. So that's going to be another way that we're kind of like catalyzing talent. We're going to build talent that way. And they're going to have a lot of fun with come us. To us. We got to admit, they're yep. going to have a lot of fun with us because we're not easy, right? We're definitely not easy. Well, that's a lesson for the world. Like when you're in, when you're in the world, you know, you're not going to be in US. The first thing you learn is like not everybody is bought in on what you do. Not everybody agrees to talk to users before you build. You know, some people are like, we need to build it and get it out and then talk to users. You know, so you deal with things that like are, you know, there's the there's the theory, which is pretty straightforward in black and white, and you can easily follow it. And then you get out in the world and you're like, what the fuck? That doesn't apply here at all. Or you know, and you gotta learn that, how to like float. The idea that you got consequences, right? Like yep. you you tell an employee, listen, you got until Tuesday evening to provide this and that. Tuesday evening comes, you expect that to be ready, right? We had a case once where one of our developers had a target in which he had to provide something similar to that, let's say Tuesday night. And I text him Tuesday afternoon asking to see the product because if it needs to be ready Tuesday night, it doesn't mean I want to see it Tuesday night. It means it's approved Tuesday night, right? And you never right. do anything in the last second, right? And the answer to him is, oh, listen, yeah, I'm so sorry. I got so swamped with this and that. I, I'll do it tomorrow. And the answer is, listen, 8 a.m., I need it up and running. If it's not up and running at 8 in the morning, you're fired. And that's it. And like 5 a.m., he sends me a message saying it's done. 
And that is something that people need to understand, right? In not in every company will you have the privilege of doing whatever you want because targets exist, right? Some places are going to be more lenient. Some places are not. For example, in our team, I'm not lenient at all, right? Targets exist. Targets exist for a reason. We always have spread of time because we understand, well, they're always going to need to be adjustments or adaptations or whatever, but deadlines are always, always, always deadlines. Yep. That's one thing that the, uh, that's like one huge lesson in tech fleet apprenticeships. And uh, I think the, the dynamic and working relationship between a designer and a developer and a researcher and a designer and a product manager and everybody else is a really, really, necessary skill to be able to actually float in the world at, in tech you know to Absolutely. be on a team you need to understand your Absolutely. role in design with what developers need from you and vice versa like you need to be able to know as a developer how to digest the things that design gives you oh yeah i mean every product needs managers to be need to learn how to communicate yep, yep. yeah and that's exactly what they're getting. They're, you know, they're getting this like eight-week crash course and being on a team as if they were on like a full-time team. And they just end up getting poached at the end. You know, they're, they're, people are getting hired as senior UXers in this community because they don't have three years of experience, but they definitely have experience working with developers, working with researchers, working with product managers. And even if it's only eight weeks, that's turning out to be very, very, very successful and all they need to get a job. And the most people are getting thing, hired and seen. And the most important thing, they're going to be paid throughout that time because yep. we are not fans of slavery. Yep. 100%. 100%. Everybody who works in projects right now is going to get back pay for fleet tokens and their NFT. When we launch, everybody will get their back pay, basically, airdropped. I, I, when it comes to the um, NFTs, are you considering making them like, you know, recently a lot of people started talking about soulbound NFTs and crap yep. like that, right? So you're thinking about making them uh, soulbound? I, I'm thinking about making them both. I want to, uh, I have a couple ideas. For, for the certification and the type of like hiring proof or education proof, that type of thing would be perfect for a soulbound uh nft because you don't really trade it it's like a verification on the blockchain pure proof mm -hmm. the other way that we're going to use nfts uh and both of them are going to be used for voting but the other way that we're going to use nfts is the payment of the project gets collateralized in the nft and then you get the nft oh, at the end of the project cool. so we'll put that's cool week by week we'll give you a little bit in collateral because we have to like what if you get sick and you have to drop off you should get paid for those three weeks that you work so you can end it at any time. You can burn the NFT to get the collateral. Now, you can choose agree. what type of collateral you want. I don't agree about that. If a guy gets well, sick all theory. in an eight-week internship and he, get, he gets sick after a week or two weeks or three weeks, right? in my opinion, he doesn't need to get paid relatively on those three weeks because the assignment did not get done, right? He might be paid a portion of those free weeks, but I would never pay a person uh, for free weeks of work when the work itself did not get accomplished. 
That's a good that's a good point. I think it should be decided by the DAO. And I, I agree with you there. I think maybe we to do like a cutoff, like you have to finish half of the project to get something because there has to be a way to like prevent bad actors trying to get free tokens. Oh yeah. Um so we we're gonna need to like my next step in the DAO creation is creating the articles of organization for uh the legal entity that we're gonna form in the US. Mm-hmm. And that that detail is gonna be included in uh, I'm obviously going to be getting the community's buy-in and input on this, all of this. But the governance model, the DAO model, the NFT and token model is being worked on right now in detail. Um, we know we're going to have a 10 million token supply of fleet tokens. And we know that we're we're going to have NFTs. We just need to figure out the details of like where those NFTs come into play and what types of NFTs we're going to have. For the artwork, uh, we're probably going to commission people to have different artwork for each project. Uh, and we're most likely going to have collections that let you, anybody buy an NFT and then stake it to earn tokens, things like that. That's pretty awesome. I want to be able to take those collateralized NFT too and let people get loans as well. You know, if you finished a project and you have an NFT that's got 3,000 fleet in it, you should be able to like stake that. You should be able to get a loan, collateralized loan from that. So I want to build that shit too. Well, in the platform. You, there should you be have, a huge DeFi component of this. You have a few models for that. Actually, last year, I was a shareholder of a small startup that was looking to be creating something very similar to you guys. And oh, yeah. Basically, like Tech Fleet, but in a, I'm going to say it. How can I explain it? In a more broader sense, like a platform in which people can collaborate to be creating startups. And one of the decisions was how can we elevate it to the next level? So one of the features I introduced over there was creating a system that when you actually begin the operation, uh, you mint in advance the company's own tokens, right? And those com- the company's own tokens are actually placed into this type of treasury. And everybody that is part of the startup gets paid according to their salaries, the amount of work that they put in basically at a DAO's decision, right? Everything is on a smart contract. Everything is decided in advance, right? Uh, only changeable with a DAO governance decision, right? But you do have l- a liquidity pair inside of it. So technically hmm. when you're ready to be launching because the idea over there is your startup, right? This is mm-hmm. like a startup, a decentralized DAO startup incubator. So yep. individuals can actually uh, trade their own tokens into a stable coin and vice versa, depending on their wishes. And at a certain point when the DAO actually launches a project and lists that project, everything is pretty much a fair game according to the parameters established in advance. So you got a lot of things you can do with that, play around with it, but it's a cool model. It is. And I'm saying that as somebody that's really not cool a big fan of DAOs, not a big fan of DAOs. Yeah, we are, we're definitely not your typical DAO. Like we're not going to be your typical talent DAO that you don't know who you're working with. It's, it's kind of based in the real world, which is very, very different than a lot of DAOs in crypto right now. Because they're obviously like built off of the blockchain. The conception was on the blockchain. We have a real use case. 
So it makes it like more tangible, I think, of a DAO that it seems real. You actually see the people in the DAO unlike every other DAO in the world. You mm -hmm. only see a blockchain wallet. But here you see actual people. Which to me, it's great because it ties it to the real world. Oh, yeah. We have a real world presence. And you don't think to an extent that that eliminates the decentralization of it from the equation? No, I... I think it makes it powerful when, when you take the live peer review process and combine that with on-chain decentralization. You know, the governance on-chain happens and then there's, there's going to be components in these projects that are going to be decentralized through the sake of people reviewing things um, mm -hmm. and agreeing to something. So like the, the, for instance, the end of the week, we have a sprint demo. We want to make sure that everybody on the team is doing what they need. So we were thinking about a peer review of, okay, this person did the work this week, this person did it, this person didn't, just like a consensus on the blockchain. Oh yeah. You know, that transaction gets a consensus. We can have that person to person. Um, we don't have a tokenomics advisor today. We don't have a DAO advisor today. All of this is kind of up for discussion. And I'm looking to like, get some brainstorming around this stuff uh, because I want to make sure that like there's a right balance between like the human side of the DAO and the on-chain side of the DAO. We're, we're going to have uh, a lottery on-chain to pick an apprentice candidate. You just apply to a lottery and anybody, you know, let's say we pick like a hundred people from that lottery. Those are the people that we have as candidates of that project. Um, so instead of it being centralized where one person picks that person, it's going to be an on-chain lottery, which makes it more fair. So we'll okay. have a lot of components like that. But is fairness always the best thing? No, because like then you have to go on and do the hiring process. You don't yeah. know if that person is uh, like a cheat or like they don't have the skills. So that needs to be built in on top of that. The way we do it today is a human process where the leads hire the apprentices. So we'll probably continue having to do that um, and probably make some type of peer peer review step to make it a little bit more decentralized. We'll have to build on top of that. Yeah, I think it's ultimately a matter of how do you create the system of on-chain, not on-chain trust, but on-chain human enforcement. Of, yep. To an extent, and back back last year when we dealt with that matter, we basically said you got two factors: you got the workers and you got validators. Validators are people that are incentivized by the protocol to review and rate the performance of the employees themselves, and they actually mix and match, right? Like there's a cooling off period. Whenever hmm. an employee gets to a certain rank that is considered, let's say, qualified enough, right, he moves on to be a validator. He gets to be a validator to a certain degree of time. And hmm. if, his, uh, if his rating matches on average to the rating of others, right, then uh, he gets incentivized for that. But also afterwards, he... Uh, gets advanced to what I would consider in your case as a project lead, right? Mm. Now, all of this is amazing in theory, 
in reality, it's super hard to implement and it's a massive challenge. Yeah. 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 And I like to take the approach of iteration, you know, what's that minimum viable product that we can release as like a, maybe a pilot, like, let's try this for the first time, see how it goes, iterate as we go. That's been the model that's worked for TechFleet for two years. This thing kind of started as an experiment. Like it, it literally started as a, as a LinkedIn post. I saw a need because there was such a struggle for people in, in 2020 to get into UX and everybody was coming to me for advice, like getting into the field. And I was like, enough, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to put together an opportunity for people to get client project work. And the whole thing was an iterative experiment from there. It turned into a blockchain project, but I had no intention of getting it into blockchain first. So I'd love mm -hmm. to continue that model, just keep delivering fast, delivering quality and iterating on what we do based on feedback. That's that said, awesome. I think there's a lot of brainstorming involved with like the DAO. That's my focus right now for, for I think the rest of July is the website and the DAO governance model. And uh, Dora, I would love your brain on this. And everybody else, like everybody else in the community, I would, we're gonna get involved in the way the DAO should work. I'm not sure you want me in that. <laughs> of course I do. I'm not sure you want me in that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you, if you would have me over there, it would be like, okay, how do we decide this? Simple. Move decision to CEO, he decides. Another <laughs> thing, move decision to CFO, he decides. Oh, this has something to do with marketing. We got a CMO. Right. That is why for mock and the governance within mock, I'm going to be as impartial as I can because this is something that I'm having a lot of difficulties with. Thankfully, mm. we have some amazing consultants that have promised us they will do everything they can to make sure that our governance system is as safe as possible. What do I mean safe as possible? Let's say, for example, I'm a whale, right? I mean, I'm a project founder, right? In about a year or so, my tokens start getting unlocked. If I want, I will be able to completely change the governance structure to suit my needs. I don't want that to happen, right? Because then what the hell is the point that that was completely fake in that case? I don't want that yep. to happen, right? So we're pretty much focusing as much as possible on trying to make things safe, even within the DAO itself, even safe against us, right? Because we want to eliminate as much uh, third-party risk, if you'd like to call it, right, from our actual users. Yep. We'll have a, we'll have a set of governors, uh, by the way, that will make those pointed decisions. In the DAO, we'll have a, a marketing officer. We'll have a, I'm the experience officer. Uh, the, technically, I'm the chief experience officer, which is a CEO that handles specifically the customer experience of the whole thing. Uh, it's like a mm -hmm. specific UX uh, central, which I'm sorry, chief role. But we're governors. We're going to get voted in. We're going to have probably three to five uh, finance, marketing, DAO experience. Uh, probably operations too, because operations is a huge component of products life and what we do. We have to be able to coordinate uh, pretty heavily, and we have about four people doing that right now in TechFleet. Um, so we'll have governors. 
and I think the consensus in my mind and everybody else's mind who's working on this with me is that it, the, the decisions have to be made by somebody and then pros propose to a vote uh, when they get further enough of like, here's the proposal, here's how it all works. Let's hear. Is this good? Is this not good? Should we change it? Let's go. And if we yeah. get no votes, we get no votes and we keep moving and we fail fast. That's how I see it. I don't think that we'll get sense. zero votes, but nah, we have nah, plan zero B's. votes doesn't happen. Right. But yeah, it is definitely, definitely, definitely tricky. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to try to Morgan. cut down on like the, the back and forth, you know what I mean? Like try to cut down on the time that it takes to build that proposal and back and talk back and forth about how it should work. How much time should it take in your opinion? Not long at all. I mean, decisions don't really take more than a week, I guess, depending on how complex they are. <laughs> you get into a rat's nest and something that's like really complex in it. It's got actually a bunch of micro decisions to be made in that larger decision. Those are the things that are way more complex. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the thing, you know, like startups got to be moving quickly. And if startups yep. are not quick, uh, they're bound to fail. Right. Yeah. Anyways, um, do you want to answer a few community questions? Absolutely. Awesome. Adam, is that fine by you? Yeah, yeah, sure. If any uh, community members want to put their hand up and uh, we'll get you up for some questions. It's always like a silence here. No one, no one ever wants to put their hand up. <laughs> hey, Manny, I'm going to give you a call out. Thank you for uh, evangelizing TechFleet, man. I saw your post on Twitter. Appreciate the support. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you're in the community today, but like, come join us, man. Come build stuff with us. Thanks for pressing the screen. came up. Thank you all for having me on. No, no thank you for um, coming on. Um, we'll, we'll just, uh, I've just made uh, Manny a speaker. So um, if you want to unmute yourself, Manny, and uh, if you've got a question, go ahead. Yeah. Um, hi. I'm Manny, and I know this is not the space, but I just wanted to appreciate um what Morgan's doing, and you know thank him for that because I remember when I started out um my journey into tech, and this opportunity wasn't available. So yes, hell yeah, I'm gonna be an <laughs> I'm gonna be an evangelist for it. So yeah, um, but I'm like I haven't been involved with like the um day to day activities because obviously what um, that is something I want to change. Um, but, you know, about two weeks, three weeks ago, you know, there was a change in directions into the blockchain um, system. And that is something I'm not familiar with um, personally. So um, I would like to um, get involved in that aspect and, and contribute. I still think I have like a, a surface level understanding of Web3. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't want that to be an injurance um, in some sort, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It won't be. Okay. Yeah, we have we have web both web two and web three. We work with nonprofits and for profits that are building non blockchain apps, and you could easily avoid the web three stuff where you can get jump right in and learn. Oh, I am, in, web three. I am interested. It, obviously, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm interested. We in have a, a. There's a lot of people in the community that are also in that boat. Like they don't know crypto, they don't know Web three. They need to learn it. The people on the Cadet Project are uh, like almost crypto experts now because they've built a product for awesome. they they had to learn it. They had to learn all the things around the context. So 
as we build more products, like every time we build a product that's a blockchain product, you'll have an opportunity to learn Web3. Yeah. I think um, one thing I struggled on the first time um, I joined was um, like a status update of what's currently happening, right? And like I'm a visual person. I, I want to see maybe a, a Kanban board, right? Or uh, yep. yeah, so like that gives me a very broad overview as to what's happening when and what's happening, you know, in the future, right? So like that like helps me either plan or um, know when to get involved or ask questions, right? Um, so maybe that is something that might be helpful. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have it. I can send you one. I yeah, can send you awesome. a project board. Awesome, yeah. thanks. I'll, I'll get at you in Twitter. I'll send you a DM. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, thanks, guys. Yes. Yeah, thanks for coming out, Manny. Thanks for contributing. Thanks for adding to that. Um, we've got another, uh, we've got Rob Hodline there. I hope if you are, unmute yourself, bro. Hey guys. Um, hey Morgan, it's Kalai here from the uh, the research team. Hey, what's up? Hey everybody, this is uh, someone from the cadet team. Um, so yeah, uh, as someone working on, on cadet, I can say it's been a fantastic experience. And if anybody listening thinks that they would like to join a tech fleet DAO and work on a project, I can tell you, you're going to learn so much and it's going to be really beneficial for you. Um, I actually just found out on this call that we're going to be getting paid in uh, tech fleet. Service. I didn't even know we was going to be getting paid. So I was volunteering. So that is absolutely fantastic news. Um, yeah, dude. It would be interesting, though, to know whether you thought about having a vesting schedule or not. Because I think a vesting schedule could be a good way to kind of protect the price in case people wanted to sell tokens when they got them. Yeah, um, that's right. That's a good, uh, that's a really great point. I think the supply I have right now is 3% of the supply, which I, we probably should have a vesting schedule on it. 1% um, of the supply is getting airdropped to the community, open community. We're going to have a whitelist. And then 3% of the supply is going to get to. Uh, up to 3% of the supply is going to get dropped to um, the people that were on projects already by the time we launch. So I think it's a great point, Kalai. We probably should prevent that. Um, the IDOs that we have are definitely going to have a vesting schedule. The team contributor tokens, we're going to have a four-year vesting, four vesting on it, um, something long-term that the advisors who are working with us today, the contributors of the tech fleet DAO itself, are going to have a vesting schedule for sure. We definitely need to build that stuff in. I want to do a fair launch. I want to do something as close to a fair launch as possible because I really Yuck. don't like the IDO dumps. I really don't like the, but, you know. But fair I, I, launch is even worse. There's well, absolutely launch, nothing fair within a fair launch. Right, yeah, a true fair launch. I, I think of Alluvium. Alluvium, uh, you know, I was participated in a balancer launch, balancer sale, the initial uh, liquidity offering. And that did not dump at all. Uh, it started relatively high in terms of price. People didn't buy in at like 10x opportunity. It eventually did go 20x, but it didn't dump at all. It just went straight up basically yeah but it's more it's more complicated than that because you got market makers usually involved in launches like that that's true right that's true and to tokenomics is like such a bullshit 
things to solve and to operate because you can never win. Mm-hmm. Every single time somebody gets hurt, like a fair launch on Cadena right now would be devastating for you guys, right? Or for anybody for that matter, because that's going to mean a sincere lack of liquidity, which is going to mean a massive price impact. Yep. It's dangerous, right? Everything. And, you know, I'm talking as if I know something. I <laughs> don't know anything. Well, Derek, I'm honestly that, uh, stupid in this matters. Uh, that's the, why we uh, have consultants that we paid for this. Yeah, definitely. We we have uh, a million fleet tokens dedicated to liquidity and then all the Kadena that we could ever put into liquidity will be going into that as well. Um, so I'm hoping that like by launch, day of launch, we have a giant deep liquidity pool on Cadex, at least Cadex. Uh, and then providing like LP rewards and providing incentives for people to market make from there, I think will help alleviate well, that, that situation. Yeah, but that's why you usually need a raise. So you have a big amount of KDA uh, to be yep. putting into liquidity, like a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars worth. More, more. I want, I want to, yeah, I haven't figured out the amount of KDA I want to raise, but we have 1.6 million uh, dedicated to the IDO. Most of our supply is dedicated to the treasury to uh, allocate to like future payments. Um, But yeah, Uh, if you look at, uh, if anybody's interested in like seeing the original tokenomics breakdown of tech fleet, it's probably going to evolve, but the first article that we posted has my initial thoughts on the tokenomics of it, at least on the, the token side. Awesome. Um, oh, I, I got another question. Uh, Rob, what is your part in TechFleet? What do you do right now? You're part of the research team? Yeah, um, I think it's called UX Research, and yep. um, it's been fantastic learning experience for me i'm not someone with any experience in ux directly and some of my colleagues in my team have a lot more experience than me so working alongside them i've been able to pick their brains and to learn about the process and we've pretty much been putting together things like uh, affinity maps and we've been interviewing people um we've been trying to understand what it is that users want in a Cadena wallet or in a Web3 wallet in general, what kind of experiences people have been having, are there any kind of pain points they have that we can alleviate with our design and with our product? Uh, you know, Are we going to have to focus on the UI or on the functionality? There's been so much uh, that, you know, there's times we've had to research and look into vulnerabilities um, and kind of think of maybe ways that we can improve the product. So there's been so much that's been going on in research and UX. It's been absolutely fantastic. And um, yeah, it's something that I can now put on my CV and say I've got some experience of this kind of thing, as well as working in uh, the kind of project management methodology, the Scrum and the Agile um, methodologies that we use. So yeah, for anybody listening that thinks, yeah, it sounds interesting, definitely give Morgan a shout. He's he's a great project manager to work under. You're going to learn loads. And you're going to get paid in fleet token. (laughs) Yeah. Just to add to that, something I really want to know. Um, so you said part of your research was understanding, um, you know, let's say pain points 
In your opinion, what's the biggest pain point right now in Cadena Wallets? Well, I spoke to one of your guys, uh, shout out to Adrian, and um, he told me specifically NFTs was one of his biggest pain points. Um, so, and as a Cadena user myself, um, I've purchased a few NFTs so far. Um, I've got some of the Babena stuff. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's really annoying that you can't actually view your NFTs in the wallet. So having an NFT viewer is definitely going to be a big thing in a Cadena wallet, which is something that we're working towards with Cadet. And I'm sure the other wallets are going to be working towards. It's quite early in the uh, development of Cadena as a blockchain and an ecosystem. So I'm sure everything will come with time. But awesome. there's a few other pain points as well. Um, and I think in general, people say cross-chain transactions. That kind of thing is something that, that has been consistent across everybody I've spoken to. Everyone says uh, having to deal with multiple chains is quite difficult on Cadena. And I think with the IntelliSense software that they're working at, that could be something that could alleviate that problem. But, you know, this is all, things are all in development and we're going to have to wait and see. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Do you by any chance have like a like a compiled report of all of the pain points you've witnessed and seen? You know, I can have a word with Morgan and I can put something together for you. Uh, obviously, we need to get the cosign from the governor. Uh, nothing, nothing happens without uh, Morgan say so. And uh, I wouldn't want to give away uh, any of our trade secrets. So um, <laughs> uh, to, to, be, to be announced on that. Paid, yeah. of course, of course. Uh, all, only paid. We would love to pay for that document. I think it would be open source. I think it'd be free. Yeah, we could definitely put that together. Sense. I think that would be such a valuable thing to for knowledge sharing across other projects. If there are other projects that can read that and like do something about that in their own apps, that's a huge impact. Mm -hmm. A guy is willing to pay you something. And you're giving it out for free. <laughs> That's right. Okay. In hopes that you'll pay in the future. No, no that will kidding. not happen. I, I will like... not pay in the future. <laughs> I'm, I'm either paying now or not. See, this is what I'm saying about slavery, right? This is what I'm saying about slavery. Don't sell yourself short. Well, I mean, it's technically the people that produced it. I'm selling for them. So that's a little like... I feel I'll weird about that. I'll tell you what, I'll send a DM and I'll get paid. How about that? <laughs> no, too yeah, late. Dude, if you want to do that free. freelance work. It's already free. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got to jump. I have to jump into another meeting. Thank you so much for having yeah, me on. This was so fun. I'm really excited for this packed internship. And uh, here's to all the other packed internships that we're going to be doing and all the other products that we're going to be building door together. Amen. Oh, and yeah, we got a lot of things to do. Let's just be sure not to spill too much before we're ready because presenting things in a sexy way, it's also important, right? Yes. And timing, timing is super important. Timing is everything. But yeah, guys, good things are coming to Kadena. Yeah. All right, everybody. I got to jump it's into another meeting. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good. I see you all on Slack. Go join Slack if you haven't. Yeah, see you more. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye.
Thanks, Morgan. Thanks again. Oh, great to have him up there. Um, hope you guys enjoyed uh, hearing from Morgan. Um, Drop some pretty, pretty big alpha. Uh, it's pretty huge what uh, Miners of Cardania is going to be doing with uh, TechFleet. Um, if you guys didn't hear, it's, they're going to be setting up some type of apprenticeship scheme and um, Mox is going to be uh, taking responsibility for paying those over like an eight-week period, which is like, that's amazing. Oh. <laughs> it's really good and 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 it's very very important for me to specify we're not doing that out of charity okay we're doing yeah. it completely for selfish reasons <laughs> right i don't yeah. want anybody to think over here at mock we're altruistic or something we're not we love money but we're thinking the long term and for the long term what we got to do is make sure Cadena is successful right that's yeah. what we're doing. We're playing the long game over here. Yeah, and at this point, it means investing in what we need. We need pack developers. Let's get them in. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, I totally agree with you thinking. It's a brilliant idea. Uh, I think it's going to generate a lot of um, fresh talent coming into our ecosystem as well. You know, uh, people that we oh, yeah. not. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really cool. So. Um, I'll be, be curious to see how you're going to vet those people and how it's, how it's all going to play out. So I'll be interested to hear more from, from, from you on, on that and uh, Morgan, obviously. Yes, thank you for that nice bit of alpha. Is there any, anything else that we want to share um, today? Or, um, no, I think it's all good. Today? I yeah. think it's all good. Well, we'll we'll wrap things up there then. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening in today. Uh, It's been a pleasure having you all. And uh, thanks again. Uh, If you've got any questions or anything, we're in the chats and stuff. So just reach out to us and we'll we'll speak to you then. Cheerio. And in about two hours, we got another AMA, this time with Cadex. Oh, yes. Of course, yeah. Oh, man, I told the first space from that one. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, so don't, don't forget that one. Uh, 7 o'clock UTC, guys. Uh, we'll be on with Cadex, so uh, make sure not to miss that. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Mock Weekly with Morgan Denner from Tech Fleet Dow, recorded on Thursday, July 14th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke blows in when I start a session Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded
get into the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.